Ready when you are, baby. Hi, I'm Micah. Hi, I'm Nathan. And this is the From Tinder to Twins podcast. So put those headphones in. Lay back. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> okay. You gonna do the intro? But 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 it's episode three. Hey guys. <laughs> Welcome to the next episode of the podcast and our new opening jingle. Yep. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. On the spot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody knows notices, but my voice may sound better or louder. Because? We're not going to talk about because. It just, it just <laughs> is what it is, and we are moving on. <laughs> it's because Nathan figured out that he was talking into the microphone backwards it's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me and i'd rather not discuss it well okay we don't have to discuss it but there but it is for whatever reason i don't know who did it but my microphone was backwards whoever and, uh, whoever set it up probably did it yeah i don't know so <laughs> yep <laughs> i'm moving on oh my gosh mm-hmm. i'm so tired today yeah so think- today we're talking about what it's been like having twins. We're continuing our conversation from last week. Yeah. But first, I want to talk about earlier today when I was giving the babies a bath. Mm-hmm. And I, they were in there for probably a minute. And I look over into the water and there's multiple poop logs. And I was just <laughs> like, God. Oh, man. So then I had to get them out. Mm-hmm. And they were running around the house naked because I was trying to clean. Well, I had to like drain the tub and then clean the tub. And Nathan was not home. And so I had to do it all. And I was just like, well, hopefully Kai's done pooping. And he was for the moment. Mm -hmm. And then I got home and I was told what happened. I was like, oh, well, okay, that sucks. And Kai's running around naked. And then I'm bringing the groceries in because I was at the grocery store. And I walk back and Kai's just standing there straining. And I'm like, no, 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 Kai. And I run over and I grab him and it's just like starting to come out. And I'm just like sprinting to the bathroom. And I lift up the toilet seat because I was in the bathroom. And he didn't quite make it. No. There was a poop on the floor. <laughs> oh, man. It was a mess. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, ugh. And then, so we, everything got cleaned up, and then they took their bath, and they had to get cleaned again. Mm-hmm. But that's what happened today. Yep, that was the interesting event of the day. <laughs> Twin story of the day. Mm-hmm. I'm, it makes me nervous. Well, I've been nervous about uh, potty training. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't even, I haven't even thought about what we're going to do about that. Yeah, I'm like not, yeah, I'm not ready for it. I'm mm-hmm. not ready to think about it. It's just not a situation that I'm even ready to entertain yet. Yeah, I even thought about that the other day. I was like, man, it's like going to suck when they're peeing the bed and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah. Or when we're out at a restaurant or something mm-hmm. and they're like, mom, mom, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then you have to take them because now it's great. Now they just go in their diaper and it's yeah, just. It's not, it's not that bad. Perfect. Yep. Anyways. Yes. So last time we left off, the babies were born. Mm-hmm. And we were all spread out throughout the hospital. 
last time on From Tinder to Twins podcast. Our heroes are all spread <laughs> out among the hospital. How will they reunite and save the world? Yeah. And then since we recorded the last episode, I was like thinking about it and I was like, you know, I don't think the hospital stay is that interesting. It was 100% crazy for us to experience, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it really translates to like story, good stories, you know? Can I just tell the story of me only sleeping two hours? Yeah, of course. Well, it's not really a story. It's just a fact. We were there for four or five days and one of the nights I literally only slept for two hours mm-hmm. and... Yeah, I don't I don't even remember why. I think maybe Aria was just up and I was, you know, rocking her and stuff. I think I don't I don't remember. I like I remember sleeping for a couple hours, waking up and it was like three or in the morning or something like that. And then I just gave up and I was like, Well, I'll just watch T V. And then it was morning and Michael woke up and I went and got breakfast. Yeah. I was, don't even it was like an out of body experience. That's crazy. You watch T V on the little hospital tv or on your computer i think the little hospital tv because we i think we would just keep it on because we were up and down and up and down yeah well it was really crazy we stayed so the babies were born we didn't mention it on the last one and somebody asked me on instagram but when they were born aria was five pounds i think 12 ounces yep and kai was four pounds five ounces Mm -hmm. so he was a little teeny tiny and I know babies are born smaller than that, but he was still super small. Yeah. Um, so Kai was in the NICU and Aria was in our room and that's just how it was. And we would go back and forth to visit him, but it was really hard. It was really sad. I was very hormonal in case you don't know after you have a baby, your hormones mm-hmm. go bananas. <laughs> so I was crying all the time. I would look at Aria and I would just sob because I felt like I loved her so much. Yeah. Like we had that. I don't know. I kind of feel like they say that mothers bond with their babies while they're uh, like growing them in their stomachs and fathers bond with the babies like the first time they hold them. And I feel like I didn't bond with the babies that much when they were, when I was growing them because it was just such a miserable experience. There was two of them. I just didn't feel very connected to them, which is like, I mean, that's just the way that it was. But with Aria, it was just like instantly once I had like held her and was with her, like bonded to her and was so in love with her. Mm-hmm. And I would just cry and look at her and just be like, I, I just love her so much. My little bean. And I called her a little bean. And that's how she got her nickname. And her nickname to this day is Beanie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of evolved. But yeah, that's what we call her mm-hmm. more than Aria. Beanie beanie Mm -hmm. but and then nathan whenever he would leave even well just leave my what is it called line of vision is that what it's called sure um like if he would if i couldn't see him i would cry i would freak out Mm -hmm. well not freak out but i would just feel so upset and just be like crying even if he went to the bathroom Mm -hmm. which was in our room and it's like he's just going pee it's fine no i was crying until he came out because I I don't know I was just hormonal and crazy but so it was very hard to be separated from Kai and we would go visit him but I was in rough shape from the surgery yeah so it was really hard um for me to even like get back and forth down the hall 
but it was also hard to not be with him. Every time I would, every time we would leave the NICU, I would cry because it just felt so terrible to be away from him. But yeah, it was just a really shitty. Ugh. Yeah. Wasn't a great experience, but it was nice when Kai got discharged and then Micah got discharged and then we got to go home. Yeah. Oh, well, well, one reason we stayed for so long in the hospital was because we could, because if you have a C-section, your like time frame for when you're allowed to be, I don't know, admitted into the mm-hmm. hospital or whatever, stay is longer. And since Kai was in the NICU, we decided to stay there longer so we could be closer to him mm-hmm. instead of going back and forth from our house to the hospital. But yeah, that was pretty much the kind of standout things from the hospital. So yeah, if anybody has any more questions, I'd be happy to answer them. Yeah. Just ask us send if us you want to know message. more. Yeah. But anyways, so we all got discharged mm-hmm. the same day. It was great that we all got to come home together. So we drive home and then it's just like, and it begins. Yeah. It's, it was crazy. The first night we had Kai was so scary. Oh, yeah. Because he had never been like in our care mm-hmm. since he was born. And he was so small. And it was just so scary because it, it was just like, what if... Like they said he was okay, you know, to come yeah. home. But what if he's not? Or like, what if something happens? Yeah, you always kind of have that feeling of like, what if, what if like, you know... I wake up and just like something happened, you know? Yeah. It's just, just a terrible feeling that you just constantly have. At least I did for (laughs) Kai and Ari, basically just like, Oh, I hope, you know, they wake up. Yeah. I just felt like I, I wanted them close to me. I I felt like I needed them close to me and they always say, you know, don't sleep with the baby, put the baby in its own like crib or bassinet Mm -hmm. or whatever with no blankets and all of these things. But we didn't do that. Which, it's totally understandable because you don't want to crush your baby and stuff, but it's just like, it's just like, man, it, it sucks because it's just, it seems so much more natural to like sleep with your child because it's like every animal sleeps with its mom, basically, you know, mm-hmm. and it all cuddles up and gets all warm, you know, but we're just like, no, go over there. And it's understandable because you don't want to crush your kid, yeah. kill them, but it's like, man, I wish there was a way we could sleep with our kids. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, you know, bad stuff does, does happen people have crushed their kids. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it's understandable, but it's, Mm -hmm. yeah, totally. It feels unnatural, but we had these little like cushion pod type things Mm -hmm. that the baby slept in. So we ended up just putting those on our bed and then putting the babies in those. Mm -hmm. So we wouldn't. And they both fit. Yeah. It was like a, it's like a barrier type thing. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. And if you listen to this and you don't agree with this, I understand, but it, it already happened. So <laughs> like, <laughs> they're fine. Yeah. It happened. So we're good to go. Yeah. Feel I'm free not going to just... tell anybody to do that. I'm just, that's just what we happen to do. Yeah. But yeah, so we did that and that was nice because they were super close and it's like, mm-hmm. you can just open your eyes and check on them and it's like, okay, they're there. Yeah. And I feel like, at least for me, it's like in that, in that moment of time, I was such a light sleeper, you know, just like. I would just pop up for anything, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, but we were also getting up every three hours yeah, to we feed had, them. We had a 12 hour schedule. We would go to bed at nine, mm-hmm. 
and we would wake up at nine. Well, we would go to we would go to bed at nine and we would get out of bed at nine the next like we would yeah, get up yeah for the day it was crazy and yeah we three would three hours we would wake up and feed them and change their diapers but yeah we would just be in bed for 12 hours it was a great schedule in our and we're lucky because both the babies were pretty good sleepers yeah but it was it was really it was hard to feed them every three hours and mm-hmm. aria was nursing but kai was on the bottle because he was a little guy yeah and then i don't know it's hard to even like honestly remember way back i just remember like kind of general things Mm -hmm. some people would come to visit and like that was fine you know to like see the babies because nobody came to visit us in the hospital because i didn't want any visitors yeah now you can't have any visitors even if you want them Uh, yeah so people a couple people came to visit and i just remember well well nathan was off of work for two weeks well three weeks total i got Three weeks off, yes. And that was really great. And it was, it was like hard, of course, because it's different and it's new, but it, it didn't feel too crazy. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like, cause we were like definitely on the same page and partners and, you know, stuff like that. Once you went back to work, things got a lot harder mm-hmm. because I was like doing all the night feedings by myself because so you could you know sleep because you had to get up for work Mm -hmm. so that was like a lot of that was hard yeah and overwhelming and sometimes i would be like you have to call off work tomorrow because either (laughs) like you need to get up and help me so you're gonna be too tired to go tomorrow or like i'm gonna do this but you need to like take over in the morning or just like something there was a couple a couple times where i was just like no you have to call off tomorrow i can't do it by myself yeah um, but my dad was around during that time, so he would help a lot mm-hmm. and he would come over. And I was just so afraid to be with the babies by myself because I was outnumbered. Yeah. And it's so funny because it's like, what do they do? Eat and poop and sleep. Like, yeah. why was I so afraid of it? But I was terrified. Mm-hmm. And if he couldn't come over, I would like call my best friend or call anybody and be like, can you come over? I can't be alone with the babies. But I mean, they were good. They didn't have any issues. Yeah, they were always pretty good babies. We got really lucky. Yeah. To have two twins that were pretty good. They were pretty good sleepers. They never got colicky or anything. Yeah. Um, Kai yeah. eventually started exclusively breastfeeding after a while. And he blew up. Oh, yeah. Like almost, It's it seemed like, I mean, it probably took a while, but it seemed like instantly he just became, he got way bigger than Arya. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy. Yeah. Because he was so small. He turned, he got super fat. Yeah, he was a big, big uh, Michelin man. And also, fun fact, he cannot grow hair. No. So, in pictures or whatever, you might think, well, we've never given him a haircut in his life. Mm-hmm. He, looks, the, he looks like he's always got like a haircut, but. All the hair he has on his head is all the hair he's been able to grow <laughs> his entire life. <laughs> all two years. Just yeah. Call, maybe like an inch or two. Yeah. So yeah, it was, I mean, it was nothing too crazy, but it's also kind of hard for to say because it's like, well, we've never had only one kid. I know. I wonder like, man, I wonder if it's so much easier having one kid, if it's the same exact thing. I, I, I imagine it's easier, but then it's kind of like, well, we both feel like our babies were both pretty good. Mm-hmm. So 
if is having two pretty good babies easier than having one problematic baby? I don't know. Yeah, I really no. don't. All I can say is I would spend probably half, if not more than half my day, just breastfeeding. I was yeah. constantly mm-hmm. breastfeeding. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Yeah. Just, I just felt like that was all, that's all I did for months and months mm-hmm. and months. I mean, that's, that's all they needed. Yeah. You know, but there was something else I thought I was going to say. Oh, but just, um, I don't know. I don't know like at what point to put this. So I'm just going to bring it up now, but just to be like honest, mm-hmm. I had a really hard time accepting that I had twins and mm-hmm. I, it was like a really long like journey for me to get to the place where I liked it. I would like, it was, I just, I hated it. I like, I did not like having two babies. I didn't like, I just felt so overwhelmed all the time. I felt like I couldn't really enjoy them. Like I loved them, but, and you know, as they like started growing and doing more things like that was kind of exciting. But for a long time, I felt like I was like robbed of like certain experiences because I had two of them at the same time. I felt like it wasn't fair that, I mean, my pregnancy was super hard and there was a long time where I was like, okay, well, it's great that I had two at the same time because I'm never doing this again. But now, and after a while, I was like, well, it's not fair that I, I never get to experience pregnancy and birth again. Like I don't get the opportunity to have a more positive experience Mm -hmm. because I'm never going to do it again. And like they took that from me and it was like, it's sad as they grow up because I'm like, this is it. Like every phase that they hit, this is the only time we get to experience that because we're not having another baby. So it's like, you know, all, all of the exciting things are like, we don't get to have those again. So it was really hard. And I always liked, um, like wearing your baby, like in a wrap or something. And I never got to do that really with them because it was just so inconvenient. It's like, I need to be, I don't know, ready to go to either of them or whatever. It was like, I think like you would think like, oh yeah, just like wear one and then you can take care of the other. And it's like, no, that it, (laughs) it didn't work like that. Yeah. And I don't know. It was just, it was just really hard. I really didn't like it. And I, I was like really bitter about it and sad about it. And it was especially hard when people would be like, oh my gosh, you're so lucky. Like I wish I had twins and people would even kind of like not give me attitude, but kind of just be like, Ugh, oh, I always wanted twins and I, and like stuff like that. And I would just be like, well, I wish it happened to you and not to me because <laughs> I don't like it. And yeah, so it was like, it was just really hard for me to be happy about it. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, it's like feeling guilty about having those feelings Yeah, because I, you know, it's like, I, I am lucky to have like two healthy, perfect babies that I love, but then to like feel all of these negative feelings as well. It was like, I, I would feel guilty about that. And so it was hard to process them 
because I just wanted to ignore them. So that was all, that was all hard. And I feel like it's kind of only in the last, I don't know, couple months, like six to eight-ish months Mm -hmm. that I've like started really, like really actually like loving it and feeling myself like, oh yeah, I am super lucky to have twins. Like this is so great and it's so much fun. And, um, like, yeah, just, just love like having them both at the same time, at the same age growing together and stuff. I finally like appreciate it, but it took a long time. Yeah. It's funny because I was the total opposite. I was like, oh man, I'm so glad that we don't have to go through all the phases twice mm-hmm. once they graduate. Like that's it. And then they go on and do their own thing. Yeah. Nathan just wants them to get out of our house so we can go back to living <laughs> our best lives. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I don't want to prolong that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was hard. It was hard to do stuff. It was hard to get out of the house with them. I mean, it's still hard. I mean, we'll get there, but it's like... It's still hard just going to our parents' house, you know? Yeah. Um, Because you got to, like, get them dressed and make sure you have all their stuff and buckle them into their car seat and carry their car seat to the car and then do the reverse once you get somewhere. And then you forgot their blankets and they don't like sleeping without their blankets. And then it's like, well. Well, that's now. I'm talking about before. Okay. But, yeah, it was just like to go out with them was so overwhelming. Um, I, I feel, and it, yes, it is still like kind of a whole thing, but since they started walking, it's so much easier. Yeah. I feel like just not having the burden of having to carry two babies to and from the car, like they can just walk themselves to the car. It's, it's like, it makes the world a difference for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is a lot easier because instead of having to take them in and then go back to the car and stuff, you can just set them down and get all the stuff out of the car and they walk with you to the door. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. And people used to say, because I used to, I don't know, I think I used to like say kind of like, oh, I can't wait till they can walk. And people would be like, no, like once, once they start walking, like it's all over, like you're going to regret it and you're going to like wish that they, you know, weren't walking. Nope. I love it. <laughs> like every day I'm so thankful yeah. <laughs> that they're old enough to walk because it's so much easier. Yeah. It's only sometimes when they're walking that is a nuisance like if we're somewhere and they're just trying to get their grubby little hands on everything (laughs) then it's like i wish you didn't walk right now or if they're slow yeah they're just like lollygagging behind yeah they gotta look at every little blade of grass you're just like come on come Mm -hmm. on but i feel like honestly most things are better now that they're older Mm -hmm. like remember well it used to be such a chore to feed them Oh, yeah. And and especially when you're alone. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's the thing. That's a that's the whole thing with twins is just constantly being outnumbered if you're alone. Yeah. Um, but it would be so hard because you'd have to feed them with a spoon. They couldn't feed themselves. I mean, they still can't really feed themselves with a spoon. They're little savages and they just... They try. Eat with their hands. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, they get the job done, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we used to have to just sit there and spoon and it was like every other yeah. going back and forth and back and forth and it would take forever. And I remember when Beanie, Aria, first started feeding herself, she would just get her little index finger and her little thumb yeah. and just like feel for it and like 
you could like see her like learning hand-eye coordination. Just like pick it up and like put it in her mouth. Kai took a long time. Yeah. He would just like, he was just such a brute. He'd just like grab everything, fistfuls. Or it just took him a long time to figure out how to, yeah, use he, his He would grab it, but he wouldn't put it to his mouth. Yeah. So then he finally learned. Yeah, I remember being like, Kai, will you ever learn how to get your hand to your mouth? Mm-hmm. He did. And he didn't learn how to chew until like, probably like two weeks ago. <laughs> he, he, he literally just shoves entire handfuls of food in his mouth and just somehow like just slowly swallows it as it, the saliva dissolves it. I swear that's how he eats. Yeah, it's really crazy. And something uh, something that someone had, what, like suggested an episode about like comparing twins and how not to compare them or how whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that might be a good um, independent episode topic, but it really is so hard to not compare them. It's impossible. It's yeah. impossible not to compare them. And they are so different from each Truly, other. That would be a good episode to talk about how freaking different they are. Like... And yeah, it's just insane. They're so different. And like, yeah, like Arya's very like soft and delicate and careful and sweet. And Kai is just... Kai will punch you in the mouth. A terror. Mm -hmm. But like, he's so happy and like expressive and laughing and fun. But yeah, he just shoves fistfuls of food into his mouth and runs screaming across the living room for no reason. Mm -hmm. And throws things with all his might he's yeah they're just as different as could be truly i feel like i've never heard anyone say this ever about their kids but sleeping i feel like people always talk about how their babies like like to be held to sleep or you know sleep in the bed with them or like all of these things but our children basically from the beginning want to be in their own room in their own crib they like want their Mm -hmm. own space and their sound (laughs) machine and under those circumstances alone will they go to sleep they're like so particular but they're so good like when we go to put them down they just get their little blanket and they just go right to sleep it's so easy yeah you you'll like go put it we'll go put them down and then they'll like grab their blanket and then just look at you look at us like oh you can leave now yeah and it's so weird and like i mean it's super nice because bedtimes are so easy Mm mm-hmm at least so far. I'm super nervous about when they do the transition from a crib to bed, that yeah, they're just going to be running out all the time and not going to sleep. That's the hard part because one of them's going to keep the other one up yeah. and be like, let's keep playing. But I also wonder if they'll just like end up going to sleep together because that would be pretty cute. Oh, yeah. But yeah, they weren't on a schedule for a long time when they came home. I would just let them do whatever they wanted. And then they ended up naturally getting on a schedule where when one would go to sleep, one would wake up. So there was always a baby awake and I never got a break. And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Enough of this. We're going to try a little schedule. And it was kind of hard, but it wasn't that difficult to implement. And then ever since then, it's been pretty good. Yeah, it's nice having a schedule. Yeah. Works out. Oh, another thing we didn't mention was um, how I went back to work for a hot minute. Mm -hmm. I had the babies and was on maternity leave and then... I went back to work and I was just like, nah, this mm-hmm. sucks. Every day I was miserable. Yeah. I don't know how people do it where it's just like they have their babies and it's like, all right, back to work like immediately. Yeah. It's super it's crazy. Like, it's, it's insane. I don't understand. And like, I totally understand like people 
or moms in particularly, but parents like wanting to go back to work. Mm -hmm. But I didn't like it. And then it kind of, I don't know if worked out is the right word, but because my dad was supposed to watch them and then he kind of decided to drop out of our lives right the same like day basically that I was like, I'm literally going to quit my job today. Mm -hmm. Like I can't do this. And you were like, okay, that's fine. And then (laughs) we found out that like, yeah, it was just like a weird situation with my dad. And we were like, okay, well, I guess I'm really not going back to work anymore because we don't have anyone to watch the kids. So that was like a weird thing. And then been home ever since. Um, ever people always think like, Oh, like twins are best friends, but yeah, they, they really weren't aware of each other or like, didn't care about each other for like a year or so yeah it took a long time they were it's yeah it wasn't even it was almost like they didn't even know each other existed you know because the little babies yeah but and then eventually it was like they were aware of each other but they would just play and they would do their own thing Mm -hmm. and it's like maybe they were near each other together but it's not like they were playing together and then it took a long time for them to start like playing and interacting together yeah but then when they finally did start doing that that's been my favorite thing so far Mm -hmm. is just watching them play and talk and all this stuff yeah um although it was a little bit hard for me because aria was my girl like Mm -hmm. she was just loved me so much and always wanted to be with me and like lay with me and all this stuff and then once she started walking and started playing with kai which is good but she she was like, okay, mom, I don't need you as much anymore. Mm-hmm. So that was like a little, that was a little, that was a little sad for me, mm-hmm. but she does still come cuddle up with me and give me yeah. kisses and yeah. all this stuff. But yeah, it really, I mean, it really has gotten, I don't know. Some things have gotten a lot better, I think, and easier. Some things have gotten harder. Our house is never clean. We have a small house, so it's like hard. Cause it's like you move one little thing and it's dirty and it, it makes, it's fine because it's easy to clean cause it's small, but it always looks like there was a disaster and we just live like filthy animals. Well, there was a disaster. His name is Malachi. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it's like we have our little toy corner in the living room and it's just like every day it's like the babies get every single toy and throw it around. And it's like, well, we got to clean up every single toy again today. Yeah, it really is like that. But yeah, it's been fun. All their like new stages. It was exciting when they started crawling and mm-hmm. when they started walking and when they started dancing. And now they're kind of starting to talk just like a little teeny tiny bit. Yeah. But mostly they just speak gibberish to each other and to yeah. us. I just imagine that only having one kid you... This might sound bad, but if you only have one kid, you have to pay a lot more attention to it. (laughs) Yeah, we, (laughs) it is like nice that you can just be like, all right, guys, play with each other. Yeah, we do get decent amount of time to do other things while they just play with each other. Yep. So yeah, that's more or less what it's like to have twins. I, I honestly feel like it's kind of the same as having multiple kids mm-hmm. but it's just at once you just never experience 
what it's like to only have one. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure like as, as like they grow up more and, and grow more into their personalities and kind of develop their little twin bond some mm-hmm. more things will kind of come up. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let's get into some questions that we got a while ago, but we've only been around, like been able to get around to answering them now. Okay. So these questions are kind of the same, but they're, what do you find to be your guys' biggest challenge being a parent to twins? And what is the hardest and best parts of having the world's coolest twins? First of all, thank you. (laughs) But so I guess like, like biggest challenge slash best part. And then wait, biggest challenge slash hardest part. Mm -hmm. And then best part. I think the biggest challenge is giving them both enough attention, you know? Okay. And most of the time, if one of them wants to be picked up, the other one's going to want to be picked up. And it's fine if we're both there or have family members there, you know? Mm -hmm. But when you're by yourself, it's really hard when they both need attention and you can't give it to them. And you get, and it's, it's hard to have to tell one to be patient mm-hmm. while you're tending to the other one. Like if you're, you know, getting one of them water and they get the water first because that's just how it works, you know? And then the other one is upset because they want water. And it's like, I'm, you got to be like, I'm sorry, I'm, you know, be patient. I'm getting your water too. Um, so I feel like that's pretty hard. Um, trying to give them the same amount of attention or, Yeah, I think, yeah, the hardest part is, is being outnumbered Mm -hmm. when you're, when you're out, when you're alone with Mm -hmm. them and you're outnumbered and it's like, if they're both upset, then you can, you can really, someone has, yeah, someone's always waiting. Mm -hmm. One of them is always waiting and it just makes you feel bad, which I think I'm sure that happens with people who have have multiple multiple kids. kids, but, um. But yeah, that's, that's the hardest thing. And, and it's also like, you know, just as a parent, like you can get exhausted or tired um, with your kid, you know, they keep screaming, they keep, you know, wanting something, whatever. And when you have two who are the same age and you feel overwhelmed, you can't just like hand that one off to your partner because they also have a baby, you know, mm-hmm. it's like when we're both, when we're both dealing with one and then you kind of get, you know, overwhelmed with the one, you can't really hand them off. Yeah. Yeah. But what's the best thing? Nothing. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess it's just, it's just two personalities and people that you love and it's just more more memories, more, um, fun. I, I don't know. It's, it's like, you know, when we lay in bed and watch a movie all together, it's, there's just something special about being, it's not just one, it's mm-hmm. two of them. And we get to share the experience with both kids and they'll always have each other and we'll always have both of them. Yeah. Um, so I really like that. Yeah. I really like, well, when they were littler, 
what I really liked about it is there was always one for me to hold because I liked holding them. So it's like, okay, if somebody wants to hold a baby, that's fine because I can just keep holding the other one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but now that they're older, my favorite thing about being a twin parent is their relationship, actually. I love that they play together and they like talk to each other and they're both just not speaking English yet. And it's so cute. And just seeing them be affectionate to each other and laugh and all of these things. It's just so cute and so special. Mm -hmm. So I love that, that they have each other and that, yeah, that they're just always gonna like be together and be on the same page and have the same experiences because they're the same age. Uh, what, well, I don't know if this one, but what emotions did you both feel when you found out you were pregnant with twins? Just hysteria. Um, just shock. Yeah, pretty. I, yeah, that's the only emotion I can really remember. Shock. How did you pick your baby's names? That one, a few people asked. That. Mm-hmm. Ari is the name of a hotel in Las Vegas. Okay, but are we going to get into the full story? <laughs> um, I don't know if you want to. <laughs> it's a little bit awkward. Mm-hmm. So. I had wanted to name or like I had had the name Ariana picked out from like when I was in high school. I was always like, I want to have, I want to name my daughter Ariana and I want to call her Ari. That was just like a thing that I had. Mm -hmm. And you? I wanted, I always, since I was young, wanted to name a daughter if I had one Arcadia because there's a character in a book called Second Foundation by Isaac Asimov, my favorite author. Um... (laughs) And she's the granddaughter of my favorite female character in any book, Beta. But I can't name a a human child Beta because people would think I was weird. So I was like, oh, I'll just name my daughter Arcadia. And maybe I happened to tell, you know, my ex-girlfriend back in the day. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let me me get in here. (laughs) So even like we had talked about baby names, like I feel like pretty early on in our relationship Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know why it came up but yeah so i knew that nathan had this girl baby name picked out arcadia and i was like i don't i don't like that name but i was just like you know it's still you can still have the nickname ari so maybe if we have a baby someday we can name her arcadia but i'll just call her ari like her name will be ari and like we both get what we want Mm -hmm. it worked out And for those of you who don't know, Nathan dated a girl for like six years when he was in high school and a little bit after high school. Mm -hmm. So for him to say, oh, I've had this name picked out for a long time, I was kind of like, oh, okay, like, I'm sure that like you and your little girlfriend were probably like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a baby and we're going to name her. Arcadia and Mm -hmm. la 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 but you know it's like you know what whatever like it it just is what it is Mm -hmm. like I'm not gonna like it like what does it matter like you like what you like Mm -hmm. you know it's just kind of like whatever yeah but Nathan also was still friends with his ex-girlfriend and so he like they would talk and stuff and he told her or they were talking and she asked him, like, oh, do you have any names picked out? And I 
don't know why he would even get into this conversation Mm -hmm. because the answer was no, we didn't have any names picked out, but Mm -hmm. he was like, oh, well, Arcadia, obviously. And then she was not happy about that. Yeah. We got into a fight over text about, about that name. Yeah. She was claiming that that was her name. And I, I will, to this day, I will defend that. Um, I came up with that because it's a character from a book that I really like and, she claimed that she was the one who came up with that, and that's bullshit. But, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> the point is, there was a little argument or like a little debate about whose name it was, and I was like, I don't give a shit what the truth is. It does not matter because any name that's claimed by your ex girlfriend mm-hmm. is not going to my baby. Yeah, like regardless of whose name it was first or or any of that that name is dead to me now. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's all over. Mm -hmm. So he, yeah. So then Nathan got, so Nathan got in a fight with his ex-girlfriend and then Nathan got in a fight with me. Mm -hmm. And so he was just pissed. He was just (laughs) like, God. And, you know, kind of fighting with everyone and sad because his, you know, baby name is like. The one thing I ever, I was just like, oh, the only thing I know is if I have a daughter, I want to name Arcadia since I was like a child. Nope. Okay, a child is dramatic. 15. Anyways, so that name, I was like, no, 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 mm-hmm. absolutely not. So then we were trying to like figure it out, but we had, um, right after I got pregnant, we went on a trip to Vegas and it was, we knew I was pregnant, but we didn't know it was twins yet. Mm-hmm. But anyways, ooh, there's a hotel in Las Vegas called the Aria Hotel. And we were driving by and we were kind of just like, oh, what if we name the baby Aria? Like, ha ha, like whatever. (laughs) So then it's like months later and we had picked the names Eleanor and Sebastian, which Mm -hmm. is so funny because I'm like, there's no way our kids could be named Eleanor and Sebastian now. Like it just doesn't sound right at all. Doesn't fit. But we were like, um, oh, because my favorite character from a book, her name is Eleanor. And I was like, yeah, I want to name my baby Eleanor and call her Nora. And mm-hmm. Nathan likes this girl from a video game named Ellie. So we were Everybody both like... Everybody knows who Ellie from The Last of Us is. Okay, calm down. I'm just kidding. Um, so we're like, okay, yeah, so that's good. And then boy names are hard, guys. We could not... Yeah, we were just totally at a loss for boy names. Yeah. So we came up with Sebastian. <laughs> yeah. Cause, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we had kind of like picked those and then I was just laying in bed one day and I was like, do you feel like we picked the right baby names? Like, should we open this back up again? And Nathan was like, sure, if you want to. <laughs> so we, we went back at it and I don't even remember the actual conversation of how Aria got brought back up again, but it did. And we both were like, yeah, we both like that. And it's, it's both. It's close to both of our original names. So it was kind of like a compromise and it it worked mm-hmm. and it felt right. So that was Aria's name. And her middle name, she has two, they both have two middle names. Um, but Aria, so her name is Aria Joy Lauren. And that's, my mom's name is Joy. And Nathan's mom's name is Lori. But we just put an N on, mm-hmm. on it and made it Lauren. So that's. 
Aria. Mm-hmm. And then Kai, we just could not come up with a name for him. <sighs> Nothing I liked. Like everything I liked, Nathan hated. Yep. And Nathan just wanted to name Kai some like Japanese anime like inspired name. And I was like, what name? What, just any name, any all suggestions were from anime. Mm. Well, obviously. And I was like, we're not naming our mixed race, but not Asian baby, anything <laughs> Japanese sounding. Like that's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So it was just such a struggle. But we um, got to the point where I was just looking through like boy names and I saw the name Kai and I really like, I like loved it, mm-hmm. but I was almost afraid. I actually not almost, I was afraid to tell Nathan like, Oh, what about Kai? Because everything I suggested he hated and I didn't want him to hate this because I loved it so much. So I just showed him the list too. It was like on my phone and I was like, okay, we're both going to go through this list and pick out the names that we like. And if any of them match, then, you know, we can go from there. And he, so he did that. He picked a couple and then the last one on his list was Kai. And I like, I swear my heart just like (laughs) sang because I was so excited Mm -hmm. and I was just like, yes, like Kai, that's the one that I like too. Um, so that was exciting. So we both agreed on Kai, but then I don't like one syllable names Mm. at all. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, we need to do something to it to like lengthen it. So I started like looking up stuff online, like names that were like Kai and they all sounded like Islandy or like Hawaiian. Like there's like Cairo and stuff like that. Yeah. "Mm." Or like, well, yeah. Kai... I don't know. They all just sounded very Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like, I don't feel like we can name our kid like a Hawaiian sounding name. Like that's just mm-hmm. not our culture. And mm-hmm. like, it just, it just didn't seem like it was a, like allowed or, or like even, you know? Yeah. So I was like looking and looking and looking. And then I was on like some kind of message board or something. And I don't know, I read some and a lady was like, what about Malachi? And I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, and the suggestion wasn't to me, but it was, it was still there on the internet and I saw it. Um, and I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is perfect. Mm-hmm. And so I went and I told Nathan and he was like, yeah, I like that. And then I just thought it was so great. Cause I, I think Kai's like a good name, but just in case he wanted to like become like a lawyer someday <laughs> or something, he could have like a full man's name, like Malachi, not just like I am Kai, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so that was perfect. Um, and then we had the little dilemma of how do we spell it? Mm-hmm. Because we were attached to the K-A-I spelling, but Malachi is spelled M-A-L-A-C-H-I. And so I was like, okay, do we want to name him the traditional spelling, but you know, his nickname is spelled K-A-I or do we want to change it M-A-L-A-K-A-I? And we had to go back and forth because I also really hate non-traditional spellings of like normal names Mm -hmm. a lot. 
but we ended up deciding to go with the different spelling. And I'm glad we did that. Yeah, I like it. So those are the stories. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Kai's middle names are Edward Paul because Nathan's grandpa's name was Edward. And that was... And my father's name is Edward. And my middle name and my father's middle name are Paul. Are Paul. So I would have named the baby Nathan Jr. <laughs> like No. So I like wanted him to have something of his dad's in his name. So the middle name was a good, mm-hmm. good thing. So yeah, those are, that's how we got our baby's names. Yeah. That's, those are kind of it. Or those are all the only ones I see. I feel like we had a lot of questions about. I, know. I thought you said we had a bunch. I felt like we did, but those are the only ones I see at the moment. Someone had asked, is the C-section hurt slash scary or something like that? And yes, I think C-sections are the worst. I think if you can have a vaginal birth, you should try because your body was made to do that. Your body was not made to get, you know, (laughs) surgical, surgically dealt with. I mean, and obviously there's a place for C-sections. Like I physically, there's no way that those babies were coming out of me. So it's like, of course, there's a time and a place for everything. But mm-hmm. if you don't have to, don't do it. I'm sure. Do, does anybody volunteer to get a C-section? Yeah. Elect, it's, it's called an uh, elective C-section. And yes, people, people do. Because they don't, because they're scared of a vaginal birth or they're just. I don't really know. <laughs> okay. Oh, here's one. Someone said, tell the people Ari and Kai's fave foods. Hmm. That's a good one. I feel like they don't have favorite foods yet. They don't really have a favorite foods. They just eat whatever the hell we give them. Because we don't got much. They love, but like some weird things is they love cucumber with lemon and tahini. I give that to them every day Mm -hmm. and they love it. Oh, they love hot Cheetos. Oh, God. Yep. Okay. No, we won't get into it. What? No, n- nothing. I was just going to tell a story about you letting the kids eat hot Cheetos on the bed <laughs> with the white comforter and them getting their grubby little red hands all over it and staining it. And then I was eating like a plum and I set it down on a napkin on the white comforter and it left like a little bit of a purple stain, which I rubbed out and you just flipped out on me. And like 10 minutes earlier, you would let the babies eat hot Cheetos and get stains all over the blankets, but you did not care when they did anything. But I left one little possible stain and it was the end of the world. Yeah. Well, that did happen. <laughs> I mean, So you confirm that it happened. Well, there was a day in between the babies doing it and you doing it, but all the rest of that is facts. Oh, okay. <laughs> I may have embellished. But while I'm trying to think if there's anything else, any other fun foods that they like or weird. Mm -hmm. They hate milk. Oh, yeah. For those keeping track of our vegan journey, Mm -hmm. um, the babies rejected the cow's milk. Yep. Nope. They will not drink it. (laughs) I tried multiple times to give it to them, but I'm kind of proud of them. (laughs) Yeah. And I ate vegan all week. Proud of you. But we also ate out a lot. This is because we were lazy. Yeah, we're so tired. Mm-hmm. But 
we drove 45 minutes one day to go get vegan fast food. And I, it was great. I don't regret. Yeah, it was delicious. That the babies, at all. The babies weren't into it. They ate the fries. Mm-hmm. They didn't eat their burger. But um, yeah, fun little food update. Mm-hmm. So now we're on to the next attempt uh, to get them fatter. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. So hopefully that gives you kind of an idea of what it's like to have twins. It's just, it's pretty crazy and overwhelming, but I do think kids in general is crazy and overwhelming. Yeah. But um, it's just a lot of juggling and, I mean, not literal juggling, mm-hmm. but, and learning that it's okay. Like, you're not a bad person if your kid has to wait, you know. Yeah, that's, that's a really big thing to understand yeah sometimes they just gotta wait yeah and they'll be okay like and and it's okay and you're yeah you're not a bad parent um but yeah if you guys have any more questions about what it's like to have twins and i mean it's not like we're like the spokespeople for parents of multiples it's like (laughs) this is just our experience Mm -hmm. but i once knew a man who said his grandparents had like 20 children and they were all triplets or twins so maybe we should find them and make a podcast. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you guys have any more questions, we would be more than happy to answer them either just directly or in an episode. Um, so send them in. Mm-hmm. Um, it would also be super great and helpful if wherever you're listening to this podcast, you could rate and review it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm open to, you know, to giving out bribes for that. What? Just <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to be like, I'm open to constructive criticism. Like, let me know how we can improve. You're like, oh, no, I will pay you. Absolutely not. To say that we're great. I'm, I'm not. No. If you have criticism, send them to Nathan. Yeah, I'll take it. I can't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, although somebody did say Nathan's mic uh, or Nate, Nate is hard to hear. And they were really nice about it. And hopefully, I am no longer hard to hear. Yeah. Um, So that was fine. But anything more than that, I'll cry. (laughs) But um, but yeah, just, you know, rate and review the podcast and just tell me what you want. I'll see what I can do to make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The next episode that we're recording, I'm super excited about because it is with Kiana. Mm Mm-hmm who I met when I was in college and she's been studying for years to become a sex therapist. So we are going to be talking to her about keeping it spicy. You're so annoying. I, I, I was, I, I thought you were going to go on. I thought you were going to say, keeping it spicy and how to talk to your kids about sex. Also true. Yeah. Just everyone. I'm glad I'm here. <sighs> Nathan's just been staring at me out the side of his face like I've been saying this entire episode. I I like watching you talk. Very insecure. But yes. So we'll be talking to her. And I think the main points are going to be kind of like sex or or intimacy during pregnancy. And then after kids, because, you know, your body changes, hormones changes, all these things. There's so many changes and, you know keeping it spicy with your partner might not be high on the list or might be 
but it's important. Um, yeah, it might, might be weird. And so we're going to get into that. And then also how and when and what and all the, the good information about talking to your kids as they grow up about sex education. So I'm really excited. And if you guys have any questions about that, definitely send them in as soon as possible so we can ask her. <laughs> and um, yeah, she'll tell us all about it. So definitely tune in for that. But um, until then, that's all we got. And we will see you guys later. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, uh, wait, wait. <laughs> if you have questions, you can email them to tinder2twins at gmail.com or you can just send us a message on Instagram. Also, tinder to twins. And now I'm done for real. Okay. Yeah, it's the third episode. Cut us some slack. <laughs> and we're out. Bye. This is the outro when it's sick as fuck. I want the liquor pouring over when I fill my cup. But on the rail, I hope I make the cut. And every top five when my time is up. I just took you on a journey. Hope you felt my soul. I tried to make a piece of art.